right, Thursday night and we are live. Hope everybody's doing good. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. 412 people on the platforms right now. If you're watching on any other platform but Rumble, switch over to Rumble. Download the app. Get on Rumble now. It's one of the only free speech platforms that's out there right now, along with Getter and Gab and maybe and Truth Social, you know, platforms like that. But switch over because they don't host live uh, videos like this, live uh, podcasts like this. So switch over to Rumble now. They do like Getter hosts a few, but only so, a select few. Same thing with Twitter and everybody else. So switch over if you're just switch right over. Even I'm able to download apps. Switch over to Rumble now. We're gonna hit two things really hard right off the top here. Everybody's talking about what a hot summer it is and that's setting all kinds of records. We're gonna completely debunk that because it's the same lie as COVID is an existential threat to your life. That the vaccines are safe and effective. It's all lies as always. But let's go to Ukraine first. This is a Majid Nuwaz video. The game is up. Zelensky's 15 minutes is over. The Azov Nazi sponsoring neocon Warhawk days are numbered. This is RFK Jr. on Hannity. Don't like the show. A lot of Fox stuff if I don't have to, but this is good. Told you I don't watch Fox anymore. I'm completely and totally boycotted Fox, but I still show their clips whenever they're pressing it. So anyway, here's RFK Jr. giving a great summary of what's happening in Ukraine. Play it for me. I, you know, the, the Ukraine, because of our pushing the Ukraine into the war on two occasions, and, the, the, and we let me push them into it or to it. Well, let me tell you. Let me let me answer your question. Yeah. In 2019, France, Germany, and Russia all agreed to the Minsk Accords. That year, Zelensky ran for president. He was a comedian. He had no political experience. Why did he win? Because he, he won, ran on one issue, signing the Minsk Accords. As soon as he got in there, Victoria Newland in the White House told him he couldn't do it. Then Putin sends 40,000 troops in. That's not enough to conquer the country. Clearly, he wanted us to come to the negotiation. He wanted somebody to come to a negotiating table. Zelensky came to the negotiating table, signed a new agreement that was the Minsk Accords II in 2022, and that would have allowed Donbass to stay and Lugansk to stay to remain as part of, of Ukraine. We said Putin signed it, Zelensky initialed it, and Putin in good faith began withdrawing troops from the Ukraine. What happened? We sent Boris Johnson over there to torpedo it. Because we don't want peace with we want the war with Russia. Exactly what I've been telling you for a long time now, and this was actually testified to by the prior by the former prime minister of Israel said the exact same thing. And I've been telling you this for over a year now that they had a peace accord. I didn't know the name of it until now. The Minsk Accords too. It was signed by both Zelensky and Putin. Never needed to happen. Putin was amassing troops on the border. who was pulling them back according to this accord. It was over. It was done. But no, 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 no. Ukraine has to burn. You got to cover for Metabiota. You've got to cover for Pravat Bank. You've got to cover for the Romney dealings and the Biden dealings and the Pelosi dealings inside of Ukraine. It's way more multifaceted than just that. You've got to have a world economic forum, food and fuel global shortage, which this is, of course, when you shut off Russia's fuel from the West and that now it all diverts to China, it works out perfectly for the world economic forum. This was all on purpose. It was signed, signed by Zelensky. Signed by Putin. All these pro-Putin, pro No, this was already signed by both. 
doesn't matter whether you're pro-Putin or pro-Zelensky or anything else. I'm not pro either. I'm not pro any authoritarian dictator, which Zelensky is, which Putin is. If anything, Putin's more conservative. Putin just banned trans surgeries in Russia. How's, how's Zelensky doing with that? <laughs> not good. He dresses like a transsexual half the time. So he's, this accord, Mint's Accords too, was signed by both. And here they dispatch Boris freaking Johnson to go in there and, and bring us onto the cusp of World War III, of which we have, by the way, just so everybody knows, no ability to fight. Just so you know. Now, I mean, you shouldn't say anti-military. I love the military. I was raised in the military. Now, I was never in the military. I was a cop for 25 years. I'm sitting next to a Marine. I was raised in the military. My dad was a naval officer for 20 years plus. Served in Vietnam. Bronze Star winner. I love the military. Not where, not under its current leadership. Lloyd Austin, Mark Milley. You got, of course, the new uh, Secretary of the Navy, Navy nominee by Joe Biden. Lisa Franchelli. Franchetti. Lisa, who, what's she ever accomplished? Can she do one sit-up? One push-up, one pull-up, absolutely not. Can she run a quarter of a mile? Absolutely not. But she is very concerned about transgenderism. She's very concerned about the Marine, because she'll be, just so you know, Will, sitting over here to my right, she's in charge, she'll be in charge of the Marine Corps too. And of course, the Marine Corps already has, in in its policies and procedures manuals, what a female Marine Corps uh, soldier is supposed to do with a fully penised female Marine standing next to her in the shower. That's in their handbook. And we're going to go fight these people? Just so you know, this is never supposed to happen. Boris, listen, Boris Johnson was the fly in the ointment, on purpose sent by the Biden administration. This was all on purpose. Zelensky was in. Putin was in, it was signed, it was over. And now look where we're at. Because listen, every last thing that you see is a lie. Everything. Everything coming out of CCP-controlled Washington, D.C. is a lie. And most Republicans are on board with the lie or don't have enough balls to stand up against the lie because it'll cost them being invited onto the cocktail circuit. And I'm going to show you this video out of Ch- uh, Chanel, Chanel Rion out of, uh, sorry to say it, Chanel Rion from OWN. This is a longer video. I don't usually like to show videos this long. It's about four minutes. You, there's another whistleblower. They just keep popping up, and I'm, I'm telling you this. What happens when a, when a, when a sink, when a, when a ship is sinking, the rats run for it. They're going to get off, and they're going to paddle to shore. These, you know, the, the two IRS whistleblowers, Shapley being the original one, then you had Mr. X, is now Ziegler, that's the other uh, um, IRS whistleblower, are both confirmed devout. One of them is, is a homosexual married to a man, obviously not, not a right-wing extremist. <laughs> both of those IRS whistleblowers are, are Democrats, but the, the reason why they're coming forward, they're either doing it because they are men of integrity, which I'm not saying they're not, I don't know them. But they don't want to be the last one standing there when the music stops without a chair to sit in. Yeah. They don't want that. And this is why you saw the Trump, and I'm going way off course here, dadgummit. <laughs> this is why you saw the judge in the Hunter Biden case. 
ask. I mean, again, I, there's, you know, people want me to talk about UFOs. I'm not, not going to talk much about UFOs, folks. Okay, I believe what the Bible says. I don't see UFOs in the Bible. I don't see aliens in the Bible. So on the UFO story, there you go. And it's always right before there's a Biden indictment. Always. Oh, always. And here it comes. The day that Hunter Biden marched, I'll get back to Ukraine in a second. The day that, that Hunter Biden goes into his sentencing hearing, here comes the UFO stories and the compliant idiot Republicans talking about it on the Hill like Nancy Mace. Nancy Mace's famous video that just came out. Everybody see that one? What an idiot she is. <laughs> Who's a Republican, by the way. She comes out and she's on her way to the prayer breakfast. Man, I'm getting way off course here. It's, Remind it's, me, Aaron, where I'm at. Yeah. But Nancy Mace says this at, at the prayer breakfast. <laughs> at the D.C. prayer breakfast. I'm assuming the congressional prayer breakfast. Hosted by Tim Scott. Hosted by Tim Scott? Yeah. Okay, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Add, add in whenever you add, you know more, but add in if you, if you know more. Yeah. Nancy Mace comes out and she starts talking at the bread breakfast and says her live-in boyfriend slash fiance <laughs> she awoke her in the early morning hours, grabbing her by the waist, wanting morning sex, <laughs> but she couldn't do it because she was on her way to the prayer breakfast. That's the Republican Party, just so you know. Just because you have an R in front of your name or just because you're a conservative, A doesn't mean that you're saved, B doesn't mean that you're heaven bound, and C doesn't mean you're not a Democrat. And Nancy Mace half the time is, as shown by her, by her uh, speech. I mean, how, how much TMI can you get? And how galactically just uh, socially inept can you be to be at a prayer breakfast talking about your living boyfriend <laughs> grabbing you by the hips wanting morning sex? It's so, that's the Republican Party. It's so tone deaf. I know. It seems <laughs> so me, yeah, that's the verbiage I was like, tone deaf. Yeah. I mean, how stupid can you be and still actually breathe? But then you've got the Hunter Biden situation where he's going, and that's why, that's what, here come the UFO hearings. And who's one of the chief questionnaires for the UFO hearings? Nancy Mace. Is she just compliant? And you're like, you probably wonder, but these people, they, they do good things. Yes, they have to fulfill the role, or they're not, they're not believable. It's just a bunch of, basically, everyone wants to believe in crisis actors, which I really don't for most, most of the time. There's a lot of that's just queuing on bull crap. But these people are just there to play a role. They, they will push the envelope to a certain degree as long as it doesn't interrupt the leftist globalist narrative. They'll put in pro-life judges. They'll say they're pro-life. But they're not actually any of those things. They're just there to make the leftist globalist agenda more palatable for you so that you think that they're actually restraining it and that they're actually holding it back. They're not doing a daggum thing. They're at a UFO hearing. Who gives two craps about the UFO hearing? And here's the thing about that, too. I didn't even have this to talk about. I sat and I watched it, watched part of it. You have a guy testifying there, and of course, every last thing that he says when he's asked a point-blank question did you see any of this? Uh, no, somebody told me. Um, we're going to have to talk about that in the, in the skiff. I'm not going to be able to comment on that. If somebody told him, somebody told him, I don't buy into any of it. I believe that what Dan Bongino has said about it, that there's multi-billion dollar corporations behind it. They don't want their technology exposed. So they find some stupid shill. To, and it's not even this guy. This guy is actually testifying correctly about the information that he's been given by the shills.
Right. That's what it's about. It's just all, I mean, really, folks, let's all be honest about this, shall we? Don't you think after all these years, and I know most people say that the earth is billions of years old. That's a whole, there, remember now, that's a giant pile of maggot-filled bull crap. It's not billions of years old. Six to 7,000 years old is what the year is. Just, it's like there's, there's going to be billions of people dying of COVID. No, their numbers are always wrong because they are liars. They're all liars. Don't you think in all of the years that we've had photography, <laughs> that at some point we would have taken decent pictures of Bigfoot, of UFOs, of an alien, anything? Everything, every last thing gets debunked. I mean, come on. So please don't fall for it. If you want to believe in aliens, go ahead. I have no way to disprove it. Really? But, I mean, if you want to believe it, go right ahead. But all that it is is a giant, giant distraction of what's really happening right now, which is through extortion from the CCP and the World Economic Forum, the United States is being flushed down the toilet. That's exactly what's happening. Chinese are doing whatever they want, as Matt Gates said in the pregame, establishing a land-based aircraft carrier in Cuba. And what's Joe Biden doing about it? Nothing. Why? Because he's bought and paid for by the CCP. They have all the tapes. CCP sending Belt and Road Initiative money to Voldemar Zelensky, to Russia, funding both sides of the war because it benefits Joe Biden. They want Joe Biden to be president because they're going to take Taiwan. And you know what Joe Biden will do the day that they take Taiwan? Nothing. He'll do nothing, just like he's doing nothing in Cuba right now. There's a Chinese military base in China. I mean, in Cuba. He's doing nothing. A Chinese balloon, an open mockery of all that is America, America and all Americans flew over our country for eight days and took pictures of our nuclear missile silos. What did we do? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. And had mechanisms on board to do live transmissions right back to Beijing. Nothing was done. Because we have been bought and paid for, not you and me, but the CCP has bought and paid for all the Democratic staffers in D.C., the Swalwells with Fang Fang, <laughs> Feinstein's uh, limo driver, all Chinese officials. You got the, the Confucius Institute that gets constantly, the Atlantic, all bought and paid for by the CCP. The mainstream media bought and paid for by the CCP for all intents and purposes, and if not by the CCP, Big Pharma, which lives off of the CCP because the CCP created COVID. Hopefully you see it. It's all a lie. All we have to do is stand. All we have to do is say no. I'll never have an electric vehicle. Never. Hear me? Never. I'm not getting an electric vehicle. I have, I have an idiot around my neighborhood who drives around an electric vehicle. <laughs> She was, I don't know how many times vaccinated because it's all the same exact agenda. It's all the same agenda. Control you, subject you, submit you. It's all the same, or just kill you because you are the carbon they want to eliminate. All right, back to Ukraine. So here's the Chanel Rion uh, own video, and it's just a Ukraine whistleblower silenced by sanctions. A A Ukraine whistleblower silenced by sanctions i thought they all loved whistleblowers on the left yeah you know vinman i mean i thought they loved all those whistleblowers 
Oh, only if they're testifying falsely against Donald Trump do they love whistleblowers. All right, so here's the video. Like I said, a little longer than usual, but you've got to see it. Play it for me, Will. A former Ukrainian diplomat and consultant for Biden-tied lobbying firm Blue Star Strategies is speaking out again with bombshell contradictions to the Biden narrative. He says Biden was briefed on how to make money off Burisma. Andrei Teloshenko, officially silenced by U.S. sanctions, tells One American News the idea Joe Biden never discussed Ukrainian business with his son Hunter is provably false. You worked very closely with the owners of Blue Star Strategies, Sally Painter, Karen Tramontano. You had, uh, you were a consultant because you were very connected to Ukrainian government, to the Ukrainian diplomatic circles. You were yourself a Ukrainian diplomat. You've been at the White House for some of these meetings under Obama. Talk to us about this concept that Joe Biden says he had no idea about Hunter's business dealings in Ukraine and never discussed Burisma with him. That's a total lie. Uh, I personally know and witnessed numerous times how uh, Biden was involved in this starting from the prosecutor's office, but the main main uh, testimony which we tried to deliver to the U.S. public and the U.S. Congress and Senate is that Blue Star Strategies, uh, the, the company which I consulted for, uh, and I officially worked there as a consultant for a year and I have a contract, did prepare uh, a, a document which they delivered to Joe Biden through Amos Holstein, one public and one unpublic, as they do in the mafia, you can say. Amos Hochstein, this is, this is a name I'm familiar with as someone who consulted with Joe Biden, then vice president, on all matters to do with Ukrainian energy. In fact, every trip Joe Biden took to Ukraine, almost Hochstein was next to him. He was the middleman that delivered all the information, consulted the Biden family on the energy business because they did not and were not aware of how the energy business works. And Amos Hochstein was the middleman between Blue Star Strategies Teloshenko says this was explained to him in a February 2019 dinner in Cancun by Blue Star Strategies founder Sally Painter. Teloshenko says Blue Star prepared two memos around the time Hunter was joining the board of the top energy firm in Ukraine, Burisma, one official and one unofficial. Blue Star's unofficial memo laid out Burisma's corruption problems along with recommendations for Joe Biden on how to make money off of Burisma despite the investigations. Teloshenko says these memos were delivered by Amos Hochstein of the Obama State Department to Joe Biden directly. Joe Biden read it. He knew what, what was happening and he knew what buttons to push and where to profit from. That's what I was told by the owner of uh, Blue Star Strategies, it's not just a lobby firm. It's a deep state firm. These people work with the Clintons, they work with the Obamas, they work with the Biden. Teloshenko is bound by a non-disclosure agreement with Blue Star Strategies and is unable to share the evidence he has unless he is subpoenaed by Congress. The founders of Blue Star Painter and Tramontana were both high-level staffers going back to the Clinton White House. Teloshenko says his evidence clearly demonstrates Blue Star committing FARA violations on behalf of the Bidens in Ukraine. That is, Blue Star failed to register as a foreign agent as they were helping sway U.S. policy. Ultimately, Blue Star would go under a DOJ microscope, but while Blue Star was under investigation for these charges, 
the Biden DOJ made a unusual decision to retroactively allow Blue Star to file as a foreign agent seven years after the fact, clearing the way for the case to be closed. Andrei Teloshenko has been sanctioned by the U.S. Treasury Department for alleged Russia ties. OAN and lawmakers have requested details of what evidence Treasury Department had for this charge. No answers have been given. Fortunately for Blue Star and the Bidens, by sanctioning Teloshenko, Google was allowed to shut down his Gmail account, the repository of Teloshenko's evidence. Retrieving that evidence would take an act of Congress. Shnavian, One American News. The and hence the reason why we are in the Ukraine war. $200 billion in because of Blue Star strategies. Because all of this evidence has to be burned to the ground. Zelensky is extorting Joe Biden based on this. This is another whistleblower. Andy Teloshenko, another whistleblower. Tony Bobolinsky, Ziegler, Shapley, FBI, FBI FD 1023. 10-year paid informant. All now have said Biden is, I mean, not just corrupt, but treason to the level of treason. It's just like Jesse Waters said on the five on the pregame that I showed. Every single time that Joe Biden's portfolio goes up, Hunter's went up. Every time Hunter secured a deal, he's on the plane with Joe Biden on Air Force Two. And now Air Force One, by the way, he's flying all over the world. And rumor has it he lives at the White House, i.e. the cocaine that was found there. <laughs> and just so you know, Hunter Biden's deal didn't, I mean, the reason why, and I got to get back, I'll get back to the uh, Blue Star Strategies thing here in a second. But it just keeps popping, popping in my head. What happened with the Hunter Biden plea deal was, is what they went in and the judge said, does this plea deal means, mean that he cannot be prosecuted for any crime he ever commits in the future? What the defense attorney was hoping was that the judge wouldn't bring it up. But the sad part is what the, what the bought and paid for DOJ, the Democratic Party DOJ was hoping for, the, pro, the prosecutors, what they were hoping for is that it wouldn't come up. They were both hoping they wouldn't come up because the defense and the prosecution are on the same side to get Hunter Biden a sweetheart deal. So that if the judge wouldn't have asked, they both would have, it was already, by the way, it was already signed off on. It was a plea deal. It's already done. So the judge asked, does this mean that he's immune from prosecution for all further crimes? And the defense attorney said yes. And the prosecution said no, hoping they'd never ask. <laughs> So he had to plead, by the way, he had to, so he had to make a plea, which was not guilty. So he's pled not guilty to all those crimes that he's already pled guilty to. So now he's pled not guilty to them. And, in nor and normally, in a federal case like this, if you've signed a plea deal and then you retract the plea deal, they come with the hammer and he'd be in prison for 10 to 15 years. But that won't happen because it's Mayor Garland. Corrupt. David Weiss, corrupt. Matthew Graves, corrupt. Prosecutorial staff. Uh, that was actually prosecuting this case, corrupt. Defense attorneys, corrupt. Rumor has the defense attorneys made a fraudulent phone call the night before claiming to be the prosecutorial staff. I mean, this is, I mean, I'm just telling you that it, all of these people, there, there is no, you know, let bygones be bygones when we're in power. We're not going to lie. We're not going to cheat. We're not going to go above or below sentencing guidelines. Nothing. 
But everybody needs to be prosecuted, needs to be a Nuremberg-style trial when it comes to COVID and the vaccines. Needs to be a special prosecutor for Joe and Hunter Biden. And I don't care if Joe is 97 when he goes to prison. He needs to go to prison. And so does Hunter Biden. And many other people. There needs to be a, there needs to be a deep investigation into how Nancy and Paul Pelosi are worth hundreds of millions of dollars on their retroactive stock training. Aaron just brought up on when we were watching this video. And let me go over this video here. So this whistleblower, Andy Teloshenko, it gets hard, man, when you're dealing with Onoshenko, Poroshenko. <laughs> I mean, it's tough, but this is a whistleblower. And he was talking about Blue Star Strategies. Blue Star Strategies was founded by two former Clinton staffers going way back to the Clinton administration. Of course, have done more. There they are. Yeah, you side by side, it'd be great. So there they are. That's their two. That's the two that started to Karen uh, Tr- Tramontano and Sally Painter. So what these people are, propagandist hacks. That's what they are. They're wor- working crooked deals for the non-peasants, for the bourgeois leftist elitist. That's what they do. So here's what they do. So it's Blue, Blue Star Strategy. This specific to this case, prepped two memos. And don't think this is all that they did. This is what Andy Teloshenko was shown. Who knows what else they did? They prepped two memos for Joe Biden before uh, for Joe uh, for Joe before Hunter joined Barisma. Memo number two showed Barisma cor- corruption and how to profit from it. State Department's Amos Hochstein delivered both memos to Joe before when he flew to Ukraine to fire Victor Shokin. How can we profit off? So here you have these two idiots right here. They, they put together a memo for Joe Biden a couple days before he flies to Ukraine. What, what else happened a couple days before he flew to, flew to Ukraine? He was on speakerphone with Hunter Biden and his business partners from Ukraine that he's on the board with. And, and Hunter's pulling another one. Hey, daddy. Hey, hey, daddy. We need to help these guys out. That's what he said. Three days later, he flies over and gets Victor Shokin fired, the man that was investigating the people he was on the phone call with. And he gets a memo from these two, from Karen Tramontano and Sally Painter, how to, how to profit from Blue Star Strategies. Sounds like one of Hunter Biden's outfits, doesn't it? Yeah. Rosemont Seneca. <laughs> and then what the, real, what the really interesting thing is, see, you know, I don't want to get too deep into the weeds. Most of you already know this, but when you're dealing with FARA violations, Foreign Agent Registry Act, it's not James Bond. It's whenever you are going to lobby. As I told you, Barbara Boxer, former senator out of California, is currently a lobbyist for the CCP. And it is completely legal for her to do it. And she didn't say it's for the CCP. She calls it some sort of Chinese corporation. It's all CCP. Yeah. But if you're going to do that, you have to register, which she has. What they threatened Michael Flynn with was fair violations. While he's after he is the incoming DNI. He's he, he's incoming and he's ha- making phone calls to foreign entities like they all do. They said it was a fair violation. I mean, it's just all garbage. But what has to happen when you are going to be lobbying for foreign entities? You have to register under Farah, of which Hunter Biden has done. And we've now seen confirmed $17 million has come in from foreign entities to directly to the Biden family. And Hunter Biden has never registered as a fair as a foreign agent 
under Farah. He never has. And where are, they, where, where are those foreign agent registry violations in the plea bargain that he just that just got thrown out of court? They weren't there. You're talking about years in prison for what Hunter Biden has done. And Joe Biden, by the way, he would have to register too if he's doing it. Right. And he's done it, both as VP and the four years he wasn't VP. Wow. He would have to register under fair too. He hasn't done it. $54 million went to build the Penn Biden Center. $54 million coming from where? Uh, that would probably be CEFC or directly from the CCP or some shell company of the CCP going to other Biden family shell companies along the way. But what happens is Blue Star Strategies gets criminally prosecuted. They're right here, these two idiots. They get prosecuted, but the weird, they come up with a weird deal for them. That they're allowed to, and so they're allowed to ret- retroactively register post-crime. <laughs> Okay, well, that's great because that the precedent is now whenever I get pulled over for speeding, I'm going to say to the officer, hey, listen, forget what I've already done. I'm going to go back through yeah. that same area and I'm going to go f- the speed limit this time because I'm following the Karen Tramontano Sally Painter precedent that's been set by the Biden DOJ. That you, you can commit crimes, I guess, too. What I can do is if I murder somebody, all I got to do is make a baby, replace the person, and I won't. I can be retroactively not charged. Yeah, that's, yeah. They committed all the crimes. You don't get to go undo the speeding, undo the tax fraud. What if, what if everybody who's charged with tax fraud said, okay, you know what? I'll just go do the forms over again. Sorry. No, they're in federal prison. Right. But if you're Karen Tramontano, deep state hacks, going back to the Clinton administration... And Sally Painter, look at the two dip squat morons out there. They look like the new, they look like Lisa Franchetti, the new Navy secretary. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the corruption is so deep, it's unbelievable. I mean, it really is. It's, it's really, if this is a word, uncomprehendable. Incomprehensible, is that the word? Yeah. 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 All right, let's go to the next one. I'll spend all night right here on Blue Star Strategies. All right, Douglas McGregor. Zelensky is facing mass desertion. Whenever you hear things are going great, and Sean Penn's there, and Bono's there, and The Edge is there, and Mitchie McConnell is there, and, and Mike Pence is there. Oh, yeah. And they're all just boot-licking and butt-kissing Zelensky because he's extorted all of them. And, and you know, maybe not directly, but he's extorted all of them because he's holding them all hostage. You can't ever, you can't say a thing against Voldemort. Zelensky, the second coming of St. Michael, according to Nancy Pelosi, or St. Patrick. St. Patrick. St. Yeah, Patrick. Yeah. Patrick. Zelensky, <laughs> who is a, a spandex-wearing ret- uh, retrosexual weirdo <laughs> comedian four years ago making giant money off of Pravda Bank. I'm not Pravda. There I go again. Pravat Bank. Funding the Bidens, funding Hunter Biden. But so whenever you hear that that Zelensky's doing great and he's the second coming of Churchill, they haven't won a battle yet. Let's all figure it out. Let's all let's all come together. If you guys can think of one, please put yourself on, Aaron. Did anybody think of a battle that the Ukrainians have won yet? Nope. No. <laughs> now we do have the mysterious things that happen. 
Right? We have the mysterious things. Let's discuss those openly, yeah. shall we? Yeah, yeah. We have the mysterious things. We have the Ukra- we have the Russians blowing up their own dam. Right. That yeah. That that feeds the cri- the Crimea region. We we have that. Um, we have the Ukrainians somehow blowing up the Nord Stream pipeline. Right. With no technological ability to do so. We have that, right? Yeah. Um, and then we have the Russians planting bombs on their own <laughs> nuclear power plant. Of course. Right? Every country does that. Right, every, right, yeah, right. Yeah, this yeah. is normal warfare. Will, yeah. Will, leave, Will you're yeah. in war. Yeah. I mean, that's just normal. That's, that sounds like total yeah. tactical yeah. warfare, doesn't it? Yeah. Blowing yeah. up your own gear. Yeah. Of, of course, you know. You can bring it back to me. We we could have we should have done that in Afghanistan instead of leaving what is it eighty six billion dollars worth of equipment, yeah, right. making them the twenty sixth largest army on the planet. You should have blown up our own stuff then. Followed the Ukrainian strategy. So whenever whenever you are seeing these things that they're they're not winning, they're getting obliterated. And all what what Putin is doing is he's bleeding them out. They're worse. They're, now, there's not many countries in the wor- world worse off in military recruiting than we are because we have drag queens, drag queens doing our military recruiting. In the Navy and in one other branch, Air Force, I believe. So we have drag queens that are actually doing the recruiting in America. So our recruiting is at national security levels. Bad. Our national security is in grave danger because we are not recruiting soldiers. I mean, I think about the men and women that I know that are young, and there's not one that's even remotely interested in the military. And when I was a kid, man, probably somewhere between 15 and 25% of everybody went into the military. Yeah. Not anymore. Well, how would, why would you ever go into the military when you have a, you're, you're from, let's just say, uh, Sarasota, Florida, where I'm sitting right now. And you're a conservative Republican. Why in the world would you go into the military with a drag queen recruiting you? <laughs> so this is what's actually happening. This is, this is what's happening in Ukraine, just so you know. Zelensky is facing, you want to know real truth about Ukraine? Follow Douglas McGregor. Zelensky is facing mass desertion and disobedience from the armed forces of Ukraine. Zelensky's leadership is being called into question. He's a comic. He, it's all that he is. What military expertise does he do, does he have? Ukrainian officers shoot shoot soldiers who refuse to go into battle. There are a huge number of deserters who surrender in whole platoons. Now I got this video from my producer Aaron. This is a real this is a real deal. This is what happens. Here's just a Ukraine military recruit. Play for me. Divitsa, це воїн. Це воїн. Це інвалід третьої групи. Інвалід дитинства, йому прийшла повістка, і пишуть наші шаргородські лікарі, що він придатний до військової служби. Мама ось до шоковиця, вона прибігла до мене і каже, що робити. Я теж в шокове. Так в нього навіть в нього навіть рухи. А я сьогодні бачу поведення. А є на руках виставки? Так, да, всі документи. Ну, треба оскаржувати. Куди оскаржувати? Ти можеш представити оцих людей, пустити по судове? А, а врачів цих що, збирати людей і їм суд робити? 
В нього інвалід третьої групи, інвалід дитинства. Я розумію, Григорій, я не можу, не можу нічим допомогти, я кажу, що треба подивитися, як правильно, згідно закону. Так він третьої групи. And I've shown the video before of them pulling a guy out of a car. That's how the war is really going. Right there. Force conscription, I'm sorry to say, conscription of men that are operating at a third grade level. It's nothing against the guy. So Listen, I want everybody to be saved. I want everyone to become a born-again believer. I want that man saved if he's not saved already. It's got nothing to do with demeaning the person. But you certainly don't put that person into combat. As a 54-year-old, I'm not allowed to fight in combat. So he certainly shouldn't be in combat. That's how the war is really going. And our recruitment is no better, just so you know. And Ukraine will never have to fight on more than one front. They want us to fight on two fronts, and we can't get anybody to join the military right now. So here's something that now, again, this isn't me meant to demean people because they're elderly. But I want to show you who is making the decisions to bring us onto the cusp of World War III. And I've told you, I'm on the record. I don't believe there's ever going to be a nuclear war because of Ukraine, ever. Just so you know, they're not going to kill themselves. Zelensky doesn't want to die. Vladimir Putin doesn't want to die. Xi Jinping doesn't want to die. That's why they make sure they put out a COVID-19 that's a 0.1% death rate. And they're all at home taking ivermectin. But I'm, put, I'm showing you these videos because I want you to see who is actually making decisions over your life. Here's two videos. First one's a Yankee video. And we'll roll these side by, we'll just run them back to back. Sweet. Yankee, first one's a Yankee video. Here's Diane Feinstein. Play it for me. Senator Feinstein. Um, you say I. Pardon me? I. Yeah. Uh, to say. I, I would like to support a yes vote on this. Um, it provides $823 billion. That's an increase of $26 billion for the Department of Defense. And it funds priorities submitted. Yeah, just say I. Okay, just... Aye. Thank you. Bipartisan cooperation and a string of Want to say, or should we just go back to your office? Mm-hmm. Do you want to say anything else to the press? Let's go back to you. Go ahead, John. And this again is not to demean the elderly. I'm just telling you, these are the people that are making decisions over your kids' lives. Kentucky, it's over for Mitch McConnell. It's it, listen, you never should have voted him in to begin with. He's a deep state hack. Whose, whose in-laws are CCP operatives.
But it's over. These people, they just sign on to anything. And you know who's running them? Deep state operatives. I mean, you realize that Mike, the, the, that Mike Pence's chief of staff, his wife, Mike Pence's chief of staff's wife, was Peter Strzok's assistant? Oh, my gosh. It has to end. This stuff has to end. We cannot just vote for people because they're electable. We have to take the chance and vote for the real, like, a Trump. And Trump has flaws. I love Trump, but he has flaws. One of his flaws is he leaves deep state shills in place all the time, and he hopes to win them over. You're not going to win them over, Donald. Ever. They're demonic. They're horrible people. This isn't Republican versus Democrat. Conservative versus progressive. This is, this is, this is black versus white. This is evil versus, uh, evil uh, versus God. It's God versus evil. Not black versus white for race, just so everybody knows. Don't mean anything like that, of course. I'm just saying it's, 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 it's good versus evil. That's it. I mean, it's just like Revelation 3, uh, 3.15 and 16. There's no room to be lukewarm here. Yep. You can't be just some sort of shill. All those people whispering in their ears. I mean, the people that were behind Mitch McConnell there were all people just lumping money to Zelensky. For what? What interest do we have in a Slavic war? A war that never should have happened because a peace treaty was already signed. That those guys standing behind McConnell sent in their shill, Boris Johnson, to destroy. And we're sent, we, have, we have already sent $100 billion in. We're slated to send $200 billion in. And we just mobilized 4,000 troops for Eastern Europe. Why is that, I wonder? It's, uh, listen, these are the people that are making this. It's time for all of us. To vote correctly. I'm happy with the, listen, the people that I'm, my congressman is Greg Stubbe. Can't be any more right-wing than Stubbe. We have to vote in the real conservatives. The people who are problematic to the globalist agenda. Even if they're not electable. We have, listen, you said, I'm not making a contradiction. I mean they need to win the primary. You know, like there's just no way they'll be. I don't care. We cannot vote. For Republicans that are going to vote Democrat anyway, what's the point if they win then? Right. Yep. What's the point? These are the people running the country. Here's an interesting piece, Paul Sperry tweet. And this goes back to the Trump. And you saw Aaron's clever writing on the, on the pregame where you have Joe Biden projecting that which he does onto Donald Trump with Ukrainian corruption. What's Donald Trump ever done? Did, did Donald Trump ever get a check from Pravat Bank? Metabiota? Barisma? No. no. How, about, how about from uh, Katarina, ba- or ba- what is her name? Something, Baterina. Baterina is her last name. Yeah. The former Russian, the, the former mayor of Moscow's wife, who's one of the richest women, in, uh, w- richest people in Russia, $3.5 million check to Hunter. How about $10 million from CEFC? You remember that? That's the, that's the WhatsApp message. I'm, sta- I'm sitting here with my daddy. And if you don't send me this money, he's going to be mad at you. He's going to use his influence against you. How much money did Donald Trump ever get from them? Or any Republican? Yelena Batterina. I know that. Thank you, Aaron. Yeah, you're, you're awesome. Close. Yeah, you Yelena. was close. Yeah. yeah Batterina. Yeah. So anyway, so this goes back to, here is the whistleblower. I'm just going to, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. I'm going to just call him Cherimella. I have no idea. I'm just going to call it Cherimella. 
Jeremel. Here's proof. This was the whistleblower for the phone call. The alleged phone call. Remember, it was Donald Trump talking to Voldemar Zelensky. Simply asking, I want to know about Biden corruption. I, I think we should have known about it, don't you? Yeah. Considering what we found out since. 17 phone calls. <laughs> recorded phone calls between Hunter, Joe, and Zolchewski, the president or CEO of Burisma, offering them $5 million each in bribes. Testified to by the FD-1023 form at the FBI that, they, that they've sequestered, that they've hidden, that the Justice Department is hidden. So here is, all, all, all he said was, I want to know about Biden corruption. He should know about Biden corruption. Hunter Biden at that time was sitting on the Burisma board right next to Mitt Romney's campaign staffer <laughs> on the Burisma board. Uh. Yeah. There's no difference. Mitt Romney is a deep state leftist shill. I don't care if he's a Mormon. <laughs> Just like Nancy Mace is a Christian. Yeah. Being grabbed by her live-in boyfriend for morning sex before the, pre- before the prayer breakfast. <laughs> so bad. She has to attend a yard church. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fresh start. Yeah. Fresh starts and new Yeah, beginnings. fresh starts and new beginnings. Yeah. <laughs> she was having a fresh start in the morning. <laughs> He was trying to. <laughs> she was trying to have a fresh start and a new beginning in the morning before the prayer breakfast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's called fornication, hellbound sin, Galatians 5, 19 through 21, 1 Corinthians 6, 9 and 10. Don't, Tom, don't lump your legalism on me. That's not legalism. That is love for God is to obey his commands, 1 John 5, 3. That is faith. To whom did he swear that they would not enter his rest? But to those who did not obey. So we see that they could not enter in because of unbelief. Obedience is faith. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, through obedience, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. On our way to prayer breakfast? Don't tell me it's legalism. It's not legalism. Legalism is steeples, bells, robes, and titles. That's legalism. Obedience is faith and love for God. Man, I can start preaching right now and just forget all about Cherimella, but I'm not going to do that. Here's proof, Cherimella, who's the whistleblower, called in. Donald Trump was on a phone call with Zelensky and said, look into Biden corruption. Impeach him. For what? What's the high crime and misdemeanor? It's always what needs to be asked. What's the high crime and misdemeanor? It's like when they call Donald Trump a racist. Name the racist comment. When they call you or me a racist, really name my racist comment, please. Here's Cherimella was personally involved in VP Biden's corrupt Ukraine meddling. The whistleblower who turned in Donald Trump was involved in Biden's Ukraine corruption. Ukraine meddling that enriched the Bidens and thus had a personal conflict in, I'm trying to get my, there we go, right there, blowing the whistle on Trump's request to Zelensky, which we now know from the FBI informant was warranted Plotting Trump's removal was, removal was, what's, oh, cover your bleep. Okay, got it. So there you go. I don't know if anything's worth reading on the bottom. Let me see. Eric Jamel, the CIA operative, believed to be the whistleblower's captured in 2015 photo. There you go. So the person that turned in Donald Trump for allegedly a quid pro quo, which, by the way, is not remotely illegal, even if Donald Trump said, I'm not going to, just like Joe Biden did, Joe Biden said, I'm not going to give you the billion dollars unless you fire the prosecutor investigating my son's company. 
That's a quid pro quo, which is illegal. It's a fair violation. It's illegal. What do you got for me, Aaron? That's about Eric. Okay, Aaron, send me this. Eric, Eric Cheramella is a senior fellow in the Russia, in the Russia, and Eurasian program at the Carnegie Endowment for an International Peace. His work focuses on Ukraine and Russia. <laughs> oh. oh, what a shock. Wow. <laughs> he has interest in making money off of Ukraine. They want endless war. They want to burn to the ground, build it back up. Burn to the ground, build it back up. That's what they do. And he's one of them. So he turned in Donald Trump for a quid pro quo that's not illegal because he was about to be, dis- because Chairman himself, the whistleblower himself was about to be discovered. They wanted to, oh, now let me, let me, let's, let's, let's compare Cheramella to Shapley and Ziegler with the IRS. What do they have to gain? By, by, by prosecuting uh, fraudulent tax returns, uh, felony, felony tax evasion. What do they have? They, they don't get money off it. Cheramella does. Cheramella mm-hmm. gets his little cushy uh, Carnegie Institute jobs. It's just like they did. Joe Biden just, I can't remember her name. I have it on the tip of my head. Oh, I have it right here. But I don't have I don't have it in my head right now. But I'll see if I can remember it. But Joe Biden just appointed a woman to a very prestigious board or prestigious position in the federal government, whatever it is, because she spent five hundred thousand dollars to buy a Hunter Biden painting. Painting. So where are we? This is this is the state. This is the country that we live in. Just so everybody knows. All right. Let me turn the page. So. Again, you're always hearing from me that this is all part of a leftist, globalist, bourgeois, elitist agenda, which is to control you, subject you, submit you, and control just control you. They leverage you into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by a dictator. And they use many tactics to do this. Create a virus that's not really that threatening. It's just enough. You know, they can call it a mystery virus, even though Fauci knew from day one, he knew from day one that it was his gain of function COVID-19 that was unleashed on the, uh, on the world, in my opinion, on purpose by the CCP to crush Western economies because they all knew that the Western economies were actually controlled by the people who made the virus, the CCP. Biden is completely and totally extorted by the CCP. $1.4 billion given to Hunter Biden by a CCP-controlled bank in 2014 for his consultancy fees. They're bought and paid for. CEFC money, minimum $10 million given to the Biden family. CEFC, the primary financier of the Belt and Road Initiative coming out of China. So one of the other tactics, of course, you got COVID-19, you got vaccines, you got gun grabbing, you got transgender agenda, all this is so that you have your check marks. You have a card. You'll have a, a quantum dot tattoo on your forehead or on your right hand. It'll all start off with one of these. You'll have a QR code on your phone. In order to get that QR code, in order to get that access point, you're going to have to have several boxes checked. Will you lie to a man and call him a woman? Yes, I'll do it. Check. Good. You're, you're part of the way there. Uh, will you turn in all your guns? Yes. Will you buy an EV? Yes, it's all about controlling you. It's got nothing to do with the environment as they all fly all over the place. John, John Kerry lying under oath that he never owned a private jet when Teresa Hines, his wife, owned the private jet. He's flying all over the globe in. <laughs> they don't care about any of it. They all get caught without their masks on. Will you, that, another checkbox, will you submit 
to the World, World Health Organization's pandemic treaty. And whenever they tell you to put on a mask and go inside, we're all taught a summer. I can, honestly, I can't believe it yet that they haven't ordered people inside yet. I guess they don't think they can get away with it yet. They've already ordered people inside before in California for a very minor thunderstorm. They've already ordered people inside before in Paris. But Macron has been taking a lot of heat, so I think he's backing off of that right now. But that's only temporary, just like COVID. Just temporary until they can pull something else. And so, you know, it'll never be a bubonic plague. Again, mark it down, guys. Yep. In your minds, Aaron will never yep. forget. Yep. Mark it down. They're never going to leash, unleash something that's 20, 30% deadly. No, it'll kill never. them. Never. It'll yep. kill them. Yep. <laughs> the only way they would unleash something like that is if they could just fly it over every red town in America and drop on them, kill them, and it wasn't something that could be transmitted. But I digress. So part of that global cabal leverage you into a one world commerce system is climate change. Now here's Karine Jean-Pierre this week answering questions about climate change. Play for me, Will. On appliances. Um, so from this administration, we've seen them go after gas stoves, air conditioning units with regulation, refrigerators, washing machines, dishwashers, now water heaters. How many more home appliances will Americans eventually have to replace then because of regulation? So just to be clear, when it comes to water heaters, and uh, it is a... Uh, uh, it is, uh, it is proposed, what has been put forward. Uh, and if it, it is enacted, it would not take it into effect until 2029. So let's not forget that. <laughs> so she's asked, Wesley Hunt video, I want to give due credit. They're trying to get your car. I have the list here. They try to get your, this was the question, gas stove, air conditioner, gas generator, ceiling fan. Why? What's wrong with ceiling fans? You guys know? What in the heck? They want your lifestyle, your liberty. And she says, she doesn't go, of course we don't want your car. Remember, remember, we were all idiots. We were all conspiracy theorists. If we said that the Democrats want to take your gas stoves, we're all. I mean, Aaron and I played the video. Oh yeah. There's a there's a compilation video of all of the Joe Scarboroughs of the world, and Jake Tappers of the world calling us conspiracy theorists right before they initiated legislation to take away gas stoves. <laughs> it's the whole game. Just to just deny, deny, deny. Act on that which you're saying doesn't exist. That's what they do. You're like, no, how could anybody live like that's who they are? They don't have, they have no shred of human decency. They have no integrity. Nothing at all. They have no human dignity whatsoever. So she's asked you, you've been, you've been wanting our cars, our stoves, our air conditioner, our gas generators. They have acted on all of those things. And she doesn't say, no, we don't. She says, no, you got five years. <laughs> Don't worry, we're not going to take all your stuff until 2029. Let me just ask you this, because Joe Biden, I played the video at the beginning with Joe Biden of all his climate crap that he's been talking about over the last week, about painting your house white. Shove it, you stupid applesauce-sucking moron. Paint your house white. You think he's going to paint his house white? Bill Gates himself uses a thousand times the amount of CO2 puts out a thousand times the amount of CO2 than any human being does in a lifetime in a year. Oh, yeah. Taylor Swift, jet, sweat, jet setting all over the globe and she's not even on tour. One flight from a private jet emits more CO2 than the lifetime of use from an internal combustion engine car. One flight. And they're all out espousing that the climate's gonna that the climate's gonna kill us all because it's they have no concern about it. 
as they buy their beachfront mansions that are supposed to be underwater by now. Yeah, which that's, one's that? That's Bill Gates's house. Oh, here's Bill Gates' house right here. That's real economically friendly. Yeah. <laughs> so it's all just a tactic. And of course, King Charles III and the London mayor, here they are, breaking Patrick Webb video, breaking King Charles III, activated Sh- Shadiq Khan is his name. Yeah. If I got it right, I don't Sadiq, ever know if it's yeah. a Sadiq. 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 Yeah, Sadiq Khan. Sadiq, not Shadiq. So Sadiq Khan. King Charles III activated Agenda 21 clock. This is from a few weeks ago. Play it for me. Three, two, one. King Charles helped turn on a climate clock at a summit in London this afternoon. It triggers 150 similar clocks across the major cities of the UK, counting down the seconds to 2030. The estimated deadline for limiting climate change to 1.5 degrees above pre-industrial levels. But the UK's climate watchdog had a stern warning for the government today. The Climate Change Committee said its confidence that the government would meet its own legally binding targets for cutting emissions by the end of the decade had fallen markedly. It's so funny because they're taskmasters, the CCP, like Tom, CCP, this. They are. CCP owns the WHO. CCP owns the United Nations. CCP owns the World Economic Forum. Their own taskmasters are basically building a coal plant a day. (laughs) That's an exaggeration, but it's a minor exaggeration. Yeah, barely. (laughs) They are building coal plants like there is no tomorrow while we're shutting them down. (laughs) So the very people that we're allegedly going to fight... We can't even build anything anymore because we have no coal power power, uh, power plants. We have nothing. We haven't, we, haven't, we haven't built a new refinery since I believe in the 80s. It's been 30 years. I mean, it's, it's, it really is unbelievable. While the very people are our greatest threats, they're the ones that are spoon feeding. It's just like TikTok. It's a psyop for transgenderism. So that, so that the CCP can turn our military into our current state of the Marine Corps with a manual that's telling female Marines how to deal with other female Marines with penises in the shower. It's part of their manual. You can pull it up. It's public knowledge. It's public record. CENTCOM Commander McKenzie, no, it wasn't McKenzie. It was another guy from the Marines. He had an answer for it to Matt Gates, And he just filibustered and said absolutely nothing. All right, Rise Melbourne video. Here's, I, want to, I worked in a couple of these videos just to debunk, and I know basically there's 610 people on right now watching on our various platforms. If you're watching on anything else but Rumble, switch over to Rumble. Download the app, get on Rumble, trying to build 1,000 people on Rumble. That's our first goal, get to 1,000 people on Rumble. We're using Facebook and YouTube as our own little prostitutes to get people on Rumble. But I put, on, I put in a couple of these videos just so everybody knows, in case you're wondering... What is the what the validity of climate change actually is? Play for me, Will. So I did as the government asked, and I looked at the science when it came to climate change, and this is what I found. According to government figures, Australia is producing 499 million metric tonnes of carbon dioxide per year. But what I also found is that one mature tree will absorb 48 pounds, or 21.77 kilograms, of carbon dioxide per year. And Australia currently has 24 billion standard-sized trees, absorbing 453 
million metric tonnes of carbon dioxide per year. And that's just trees. doesn't include any other plant life, and particularly doesn't include mangroves. And mangroves will absorb 50 times more carbon dioxide per year than a standard-sized tree. So why is the government hell-bent on cutting down trees in order to install solar farms when it seems quite obvious from the science that nature has already provided the solution to... Yeah, it's not nature. My producer Aaron just said it. I think God knows what he's doing. I mean, I I trust Yahweh over the World Economic Forum and over John Kerry and Leonardo DiCaprio. I think Yahweh's a little bit above them. But just an interesting little view, the points there. So just Australia, which, by the way, is completely climate. I'm going to have to work this out because it's COVID caved all this time. Climate caved. I'm not going to be able to say it fast enough. It's another just another, you know, CCP, another CCC. Climate cavers. I mean, they're shutting down their their world, shutting it down. So is the United States, by the way, just slower because of people like you and me who resist, who are the restraining out of 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, 3 through 8, the restraining for the Antichrist. You need to restrain, can't comply and restrain at the same time. But just out of Australia, which is completely climate, uh, climate caving, they put out 499 tons, metric tons of CO2 per year. Their trees, in and of themselves, they're 24 million, I think you said, trees. 24 billion. Billion, yeah, billion. Trees absorbs 453 metric tons <laughs> of that. That's just the trees. The mangroves, which surround all of Australia, <laughs> absorb 50 times the amount of a normal tree. So why, do you, why would you have to take any action whatsoever? Yeah. You can burn more. Yeah. Burn more CO2. It's already absorbed. It's already done. Makes up CO2 makes up 0.03% of the atmosphere of which of which humans uh, humans actually add, don't add to it. The humans make human uh, CO2 emissions can tr- make up about 3% of that 0.03%. It's 3% of 0.03%. So define the problem. Define a woman. <laughs> define an assault rifle. Yeah. Define anything that you're so, so much an advocate for or against. Please define it. All right, here's, and, and here's the thing. And I, I, this is one of my giant pet peeves. This has to do with kids. I'll let the video and then I'll talk about it. ZZZ video. Cobalt at any cost because cobalt, listen, Elon Musk floats in and out of doing good things. People are getting banned all over Twitter again. Because Linda Rett Yaccarina, World Economic Forum acolyte, is running Twitter or X now, whatever it's called. Yeah, She runs it, so people are getting banned all over the place. Again, for nothing. For putting out truth. Truth that gets in the way of the globalist, leftist, bourgeois, uh, elitist narrative or agenda. So ZZZ video, cobalt at any cost, which is one of the base minerals for all these batteries. And by the time you mine it, mine all these minerals for all these batteries... You've used way more CO2 mining them than you would ever use in the cars that would burn, just would burn you know, regular internal combustion engine cars. You're better off keeping the internal combustion engine cars and never mining the minerals for electric cars. Yep. Because by the time that you mine all the minerals for the electric uh, powered cars, you've used more, more CO2 than if you would just would have used the internal combustion engine cars. But again, it has nothing to do with 
limiting CO2 emissions. It has to do with limiting you, controlling you. Because if they can get you in an EV and then they control the grid, they shut down your fuel source. But here's the cost of it. Little kids mining these these cobalt minerals. Play for me, Will. I want to turn to a clip from a 2017 Sky News special report on child miners in the DRC cobalt mines. When I wake up every morning, I feel terrible knowing I have to come back here again. Everything hurts. When I'm working here, I'm suffering. My mother, she's already dead, and I have to work all day, and my head hurts me. And this is a clip from a doctor. So there you go. That, that's the true human cost. You guys just put the next one side by side while I'm, while I'm talking. That's good. I just want you to see it because this is, this, is, this is the climate hoax. This is the climate agenda. And all of these people, and just let it run, guys. Let it. I don't know how yeah. long it is. Just let it run. This is an amused video right next to us, by the way. Slaves, 40,000 child slaves in Congo forced, I repeat, forced to work in cobalt mines so we can drive electric cars. There it is. It's disgusting. That's who these people are. Now, Leonardo DiCaprio, and they, they all love kids. This, you know, how do these people love kids? Let, let's look at the left. They all claim, remember, we, me and Aaron, we showed the video of the pics from Ocasio-Cortez crying outside of kids in cages turned out she was crying outside of a chain link fence around a parking lot because they're frauds they claim that they're all they're advocates for kids just like they claim they're advocate for advocates for women and then put fully penis men in their locker rooms in their bathrooms so let's look at how the left treats kids here's one this is their climate agenda and it takes way more carbon to produce an electric car than an, an internal combustion engine car will burn in a lifetime. Yep. Again, it, produ- it, it, it you burn way more CO2 producing electric cars than if you just drove the internal combustion engine car. So how, how does it make any sense? It doesn't. It's about controlling you. So they have you in an electric car, they control your fuel source. That's why they don't want gas anymore. It's got nothing to do with the CO2 emissions again, which make up 0.03% of the atmosphere. Atmosphere currently right now, is CO2. We contribute 3% to that 0.03%. So what do they do to kids? Here's what they do to kids, these child advocates. They child labor them. Did you see that kid in that video before? He is not well. Starving to death. Because he's burning way more calories than he's eating. They don't care. Leonardo DiCaprio doesn't care on his fifth Bahamian vacation, out on his yacht, with his helicopter, just like Bezos, just like Gates, outside of the Glasgow Climate Summit. I want to, I'm, this, I'm just letting you know, this is what pays for Bill Gates' agenda. That he'll never going to drive an EV. Is that yacht an EV? Yeah, right. The helicopter, is that an EV? No, that requires jet fuel for a helicopter, for all intents and purposes. Him and, him and Bezos, they don't even go over together. They don't even they don't even go over on their yachts. They have their yachts driven, is that what you say for a boat? Yeah, yeah. Driven over to Glasgow's, fly over on their private jets to Glasgow's individually, <laughs> then get helicopters from their private airport where their private jets are parked, 
get on a helicopter out to their private yachts, and then every day fly in on their helicopters to the Glasgow Climate Summit, and then when they're done, they fly back home on their private jets. And they, this is the, these are the people causing this to happen, saying this helps humanity to create electric vehicles. Again, you, cre- you burn way more CO2 creating an electric vehicle than CO2 emissions from a standard combustion engine vehicle. Yep. All right, let's go to the next one. Wittgenstein video, the true cost of electric car batteries. Play it for me. Do we want to go all electric by 2035? Is it practical to do it now? Well, we can make this whole discussion easy with the two-letter word, no. There's no such thing, of course, as a zero-emissions vehicle. The real question is, where are the emissions associated with the electric car? Because what you do with an electric vehicle is you don't eliminate emissions, you export them somewhere else. You have to dig up about 500,000 pounds of materials to make a single 1,000-pound battery. It takes 100 to 300 barrels of oil to manufacture a battery that can hold one barrel of oil equivalent of energy. Just manufacturing the battery can have a carbon debt rate ranging from 10 tons to 40 tons of CO2. And the plans that are in place to increase the use of batteries will require an increase in production of minerals like lithium, cobalt, zinc. Demand for those minerals will increase between 400% and 4,000%. Isn't enough mining in the world to make enough batteries for that many people for their car? There's not enough mining in the world to meet 2035 standards. And notice everybody's got the similar dates. You got Sadiq Khan and Prince Charles activating their 2030 agenda. Kareem Jean Pierre says you have five years until you have to give up your gas, your, your gas car and your gas stove and your air conditioning. And for some odd reason, your ceiling fans. And just so everybody knows, there is no such thing as a combustion-free I mean, not a a CO2-free engine at all. He went a different route and talked about the mining costs of it all. There's not enough mining on the world to ever create enough vehicles, ever. Because if they do, if you ever see Joe Biden driving an electric vehicle, he'll be the only one that has access to it. Bidens, Clintons, Pelosi's, Klaus Schwab's, DiCaprio's, uh, Carrie's, Obama's, Oprah's, they'll be the ones that have access driving around on Martha's Vineyard, which is supposed to be underwater, according to their agenda. They're the only ones who have access to them. They'll, they'll be under full CBDC and social credit systems. So their electric charging stations inside of their houses, which is four times the amount of CO, electric charging station for two cars inside your house is four times the amount of running your AC for a year in CO2 emissions. It's illogical and nonsensical, so it has to be evil. I mean, think about how idiotic you have to be. But they notice how they all have sort of the same exact time frame. It's within the next 10 years. 2030, I mean, Corinne Jean-Pierre said five years, so we, we know that actually means 2030. Yeah. She only, the only reason why she said five is so that people like me and you wouldn't jump down her throat and say, oh, there's the 2030 agenda being enacted inside the White House, just like Sadiq Khan and Prince Charles are doing. It's right out of the World Economic Forum. 500,000 pounds. 500,000 pounds of material has to be mined for one battery inside of an EV. One battery inside of one. I mean, I don't even know how many batteries are inside of an EV. Thousands. I mean, so it's just, it's unbelievable. Yeah. All right, listen to this one. Where am I at, guys? 
Pamsy now. Oh, Pamsy now. There we go. Pamsy now. Joe wants us. Uh, this is uh, Byron Byron Donalds. Great. Now this is a legit Republican. So far, so good with Byron Donalds. Joe wants us all in these EVs soon. Only problem is they cannot be sustained on the grid as as admitted here. Pamsy's now video. Play for me. Or false. President Biden says he wants 50% of new cars to be electric by 2030. True, but I guess now it's 60%. True or false. A typical electric car requires six times the mineral inputs of a, conven- of a conventional car. Yes. If 50% of the cars were electric vehicles today, is there enough power on the electric grid to charge them all? Absolutely not. No. You said in your written statement, Mr. Bradbury, I'm going to quote you, if every country in the world achieved its stated EV targets by 2030, the total savings in carbon dioxide emissions would be expected to reduce global temperatures by only 0.0002 degrees Fahrenheit by the year 2100. Given this fact, is it unilaterally gutting the U.S. auto market, critical mineral supply chain, and the grid stability? Is that the solution for addressing the temperature goals? Well, I, I don't think so. So off this video, which was stated in the previous video, we need six times the mineral inputs than we currently have. That's if we want to reach these 2035, these uh, 2035 goals. Are there enough? Is there is there enough power? Or do we have enough power infrastructure, electric infrastructure? You know, and it's just so funny. Again, even if everybody switches to an EV, it's still coal power. It's still it's still fossil fuels. Because it's still just regular power stations. It's just regular power companies that are charging, that are creating the electricity. So if you actually increase the amount of EVs, you're going to increase the amount of power usage, which increases the amount of fossil fuel usage. What creates electricity is fossil fuels. I mean, it's completely nonsensical. You know, like, Tom, you're talking a lot about climate change stuff. I know because it's one of the key elements to control you. Key tactics to leverage you into a one-world commerce system. Are there enough... Is there enough power to charge EVs if 50% of Joe Biden's goals are met? No, not even remotely close. Not enough power infrastructure at all. (laughs) If every country on the globe reached its 2030 EV target, it would reduce the temperature what? 0.0002% 100 years from now. Oh my gosh. And you're shut it all down. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Because it's all the same lies. Shut the whole world down for a virus with a 0.997%. I mean, I mean, 0.1% death rate. 0.1% death rate. Think about that. It's all the exact same agenda. A 99.9% survival virus used to shut down the globe. Something that's not remotely there's, there's not remotely achievable in a problem. And again, climate change is simply a problem that the Democrats and the global bourgeois leftist elitists have created out of thin air and required you to abide by their totalitarian solutions to a problem that doesn't exist. COVID actually existed, but not in the way that they said that it existed. They said it basically had a 99.9% death rate and a 99.9% survival rate. It's all this exact same agenda. And if you don't abide by it, you will not have access to the singular access point. They'll shut down your CBDC. You won't be, I mean, people are like, well, I'm going to, I'm going to uh, hoard gold. I'm going to hold cash, hold, hoard cash. Doesn't matter if it's CBDC. Yeah. Doesn't matter how much real estate you, how are you going to pay your, how are you going to pay your property taxes with gold? 
with old with old US USD. It doesn't work that way. That's the point of it all is to control you. That's all climate change is about. And don't ever speak their language either. Well, I believe that we can, just like COVID, I believe that we can open safely and effectively. No, never. There's no need to open safely and effectively, uh, effectively because there's nothing to open safety, safety, safely and effectively from. Yeah, exactly. You can't ever abide in any of it. If, if a man comes in dressed as a woman, don't call him or her. Don't ever abide in it. I don't care how upset they get. It's all the same lies over and over again. All right, Dan O'Dowd video. Here, here's one of the things they want is self-driving cars. In my ride-along with Ross Gerber at Tesla, full, dri- full self-driving a car ran a stop sign at 35 miles an hour. If Ross hadn't slammed on the brakes, FSD would have T-boned a car obeying the rules. Play it for me. She's a little younger. No, she's not a real deadhead. She's never seen the dead. All right, here we go. We're going to get killed by this guy. Now, in real life, I would not wait for this. All right. I disengaged. Yeah. Yeah, see, I would have just gone by him a lot faster than that. It hesitated, then it decided to go by it, and then it was like, no. But, um... Oh... There we go. That was you breaking? I braked. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. I just wanted to show you. That's their plans for you. And I wonder how many of us will mysteriously disappear in car crashes then. <laughs> you got the Obama staffer. It's weird, too, because you had the Clinton chef drown, the Obama chef drown, the person who uh, exposed the Obama birth certificate drowned, they want us in those EVs. And for, listen, Will, Will told me this a long time ago. If, if, if you, if, well, how'd you put it, Will? If something is coming into a phone, that means something come out, something along those lines. Yeah, no matter what, if something's coming into a device, something can go out of a, a device. So if you're getting something out, that means somebody can, it's just like all of us. If I was to sit here and start talking about anything with Aaron and Will, all of a sudden I'd start getting advertisements on my phone. I'm not on Facebook much anymore, but I'd start getting Facebook or, or, or Twitter ads on my phone about the very subject matter because it, it, there's actually people listening in. Well, there's actually, what is it, an algorithm listening in probably, right, yeah. Aaron? Yep. So they're listening in. So they want us in this. So they can input. They'll find out. Yeah, oh, they never know. Really? They were contract tracing you not two years ago. Yeah. They'll find out you're in an EV and you're a Trump supporter or you're going to the NRA rally. And all of a sudden, your car will run a stop sign going 35 miles an hour. So listen to this. It's interesting. Aaron got this for me. 7,920 lithium cells in a Tesla, which is 444 battery cells. 500,000 pounds of material has to be mined for one battery. So how many pounds? And, uh, and uh, I guess all those dump trucks are electric. Bulldozers are electric. Child labor laws, and they don't. And I didn't even finish that thought earlier, which I have to finish. They say they're for children. They mine them to death. John Kerry, Leonardo DiCaprio, George Clooney, Oprah Winfrey, Barack Hussein Obama, Michael Obama. 
They mind the kids to death. They abort them. They twerk their genitals in front of them. They do drag queen story hours for them. And they are ushering them. They put pornography in their schools and usher them into pedophilia and claim to be advocates for the children they abort. It's, it's not, it is not red versus blue, Republican versus Democrat. It is evil versus righteousness. That's it. White Rabbit podcast, podcast video. Yeah, I'm keeping my diesel. Play it for me. Carbon dioxide is 0.04 of a percent of the atmosphere. That is over the whole world. Human beings create only 3% of that 0.04% over the whole world. And Australia, human beings, manufactories, cows breaking wind, bushfires, are responsible for 1.3% of the 3% of the 0.04%. Is anyone seriously suggesting that we should stand the economy on its head force up energy prices, damage business, jeopardize employment because 0.04% of the atmosphere is carbon dioxide and coal produces carbon dioxide. Where is there a political leader who'll stand in the public place and say this is unadulterated rubbish and we are damaging our children? Forget the economy, forget the fact that energy prices will go through the roof if we rely solely on renewable energy. I'm worried about our kids. Having fed this garbage from kindergarten to primary school to secondary school to university in the media, in business, in politics, it's a disease. And it seems to have us by the throat. They pervert them in every way. They put masks on them, shut the schools down. They have their all homosexual gay sex books inside of schools. They abort them. They put in transgender agenda items, of course, in Disney and everywhere else inside of the schools, too. And they indoctrinate them with climate change to teach them that the climate is changing. Yeah, it changes four times a year. It's called summer, winter. Uh, what is it? We got summer. I'll do an order. Summer, fall, winter, spring. It changes every year, four times a year. That's climate change. And again, I mean, I don't mean to make myself. I mean, I, I, I just, I follow the Tour de France bicycle race. And they're in the French Alps right now. And they're talking about one of the commentators goes, you know, every year, the mountains are full, you know, just full of snow, just like they are this year. Well, yeah, because nothing's changed. Exactly. That's why they're full of snow this year, just like they were full of snow the last time I watched. And the last time I watched, I've been watching since the 80s. Mountains look exactly the same. It's all just such a lie. Such a lie. Michael Schellenberger tweet, people say solar panels don't produce carbon emissions, but they do. And they're all made in where, of course, what I've been saying the whole show, China. Yep. 90% of them made in China. Basically, all the ones that we import are from China. And now a major new investigation by Environmental Process, drawing on the research of so-and-so, finds the solar panels made in China produce at least three times more carbon emissions than IPCC claims. There you go. It's all lies. It's all lies. Vaccination safe and effective. Lie. Mass stops transmission. Lie. Vaccination stops transmission and infection. Lie. The climate's changing. Lie. Electric vehicles will substantially slow down climate change that doesn't exist. Lie. About a lie. Pelham video. Leonardo DiCaprio says we all need to stop using oil and gas. Play it for me. Direct result of human activity and the effects of climate change will become astronomically worse in the future. 
Last week, President Obama told those who continue to deny the irrefutable science behind climate change that they will find themselves increasingly lonely in a swell of voices calling for action. But studies also show us that those who deny the reality of climate change will also find themselves less economically successful. We simply cannot afford to allow the corporate greed of the coal, oil, and gas industries to determine the future of humanity. There you go. Now, put up the next pick for me. Just do it side by side. Just so everybody knows, there he is. The corporate greed of the oil, gas, and whatever, what do you say, oil, gas, and fossil fuel industry, something yeah. along those lines? Yeah. Well, here we go. Environmental act- activist Leonardo DiCaprio with the helicopter from the, from the yacht to dinner. <laughs> so he flies. He, now, remember, of course, wherever this yacht is, he flew his private jet to the yacht. After the yacht, which, I mean, you want to talk about a fossil fuel guzzler is any yacht, which I'm in favor of everybody owning yachts. Heck yeah. If I can own a yacht, I'll own a yacht. Without hesitation. I'm going to buy a bigger truck just to go against Leonardo (laughs) DiCaprio. Yeah. Because he's a bull-faced liar. The corporate greed. You're using them. (laughs) You're you're not only using them, you're using 5,000 times the amount that I'll ever use. Well, I want to say that because I may own a yacht and a helicopter too. Yeah, so exactly. that I have currently, I'm 54. <laughs> I believe Leonardo's like four or five years younger than me. Something like that. Yeah. I think he's like, I think he's 51, 52. So he's used a 10,000 time, 10, times the amount of fossil fuels that I've ever used. Right here alone. That yacht, that one, because the yacht has to be driven to wherever it is, which that is a gas guzzling machine. Then he flies to wherever the yacht is on his private jet and then goes, oh, uh, it's dinner tonight. I sail, buddy. It's dinner time. <laughs> let's get on. Let's get, and why you and I have to live in cubicles with our little tiny EVs? Here's Leonardo DiCaprio. I thought he hated the fossil fuel companies. How would these people ever live without the fossil fuel companies? Are they going to stay at home all the time? Just such galactic hypocrisy. Speaking of that, go to the next one for me, Will. Charlie Kirk video. Spain's now here's the thing so, <laughs> I'm going overtime I, I shouldn't be going overtime I got to quit going overtime I'm using my staff up here 10 minutes nine minutes overtime right now supposed to be uh 90 minutes of fury okay we're on 99 minutes of fury right now but I can't resist this I mean and I know I'm sticking on climate change a lot I didn't get I, I've got a whole expose on one six that I'm going to show you on the next podcast hopefully unless big news breaks but there's one sick stuff, Julie Kelly stuff you got to see on Saturday night. But Charlie Kirk video, Spain's ecological transition minister. Now, first of all, let me give that the buzzer. <clears throat> How do you ever have anything called an ecological transition minister? I mean, there, that right there shows that you are a swirling turd going down the toilet. <laughs> your, your country is a swirling turd, which Spain is. It's just, yeah, they have an ecological transition minister, which, by the way, we have basically the same thing. Teresa Rivera reportedly flew a private jet to attend a climate conference, traveled in a gas-powered motorcade, and just before arriving, got out and rode a bike. Play for me, Will. So I want everybody to know 
So here she is. There's Teresa Ribeira. She flies to this conference right here that she's (laughs) attending on her bicycle, flew there on a private jet, traveled in a gas-powered motorcade, and that's one of the motorcade cars in front of her and behind her, (laughs) and rides her bike there. So what are these idiots going to do when they outlaw the love of their life, which is fossil fuels? She flew there. That idiot right there flew there in a private jet. You ever seen Biden's? I mean, Aaron and I one time counted Biden's motorcade. I believe it was like 50-something vehicles. Yes, 100%. Why 50-something vehicles? I was actually part, when I was at the Sarasota County Sheriff's Office, of Michelle Obama's motorcade. I had to stop traffic for it. I mean, it was um, the amount of cars. Why? How How much security could you possibly need? Now, here's the thing. Let's go right to the next one, Will. Heritage Foundation, she did... The Buttigieg bike ride. So here you got Pete Buttigieg, who's basically the equivalent of our ecological transition minister, our energy secretary. He did the exact same thing. He goes in a motorcade, thinks he's not being filmed because he's a stupid idiot, gets out and gets on a bike and acts like he rode the bike in to work. Play for me. On a bike in his suit. Riding away. I didn't know he'd write it in the suit. That's a... What? Uh, I think it's 415. So there you go. Just want you to see the hypocrisy. There's Pete Buttigieg, Energy Secretary, Mr. Climate Change, in his SUV. Why don't these people have EV motorcades? Yeah. Just yeah. curious, why don't they have small car motor? You can put the same amount of security officials in there. It's not bulletproof with glass, regardless. I think they make EV Tahoe. Put yourself on. Yeah, I think they make EV Tahoe. Well, yeah, why, why aren't they yeah. all driving EV Tahoe? I want them in the little, giant, little tiny box cars oh, they yeah. want all, all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. Instead, there he, there he goes. There he goes, Petey. Now, let me, you think about the galactic hypocrisy <laughs> and how, mu- how much audacious idiocy you have to have. Followed, still followed by his motorcade. <laughs> That has the bike rack. I mean, yeah, yeah, that Aaron just said, that has the bike rack on it. And we listen, why would anyone, they're all masked too. Look at all the masked idiots outside. And this was a while ago. But I just, I mean, you're going to see it in the post game. And by the way, everybody stick around. 588 people still on right now. Stick around for the post game. You've got to see the videos. One of them is a Moms for Liberty video where she's talking about a gay sex manual basically being in a school in the library. And everybody's still wearing masks. What is it, July 27th, 2023? Yep. yep. Everybody at school board meeting still wearing masks. Oh, my gosh. I don't understand why people uh, care about, you know, people wearing masks or not. Because in 2023, they're still wearing them. 40 months after 15 days to flatten the curve. All right, that's it. What do we got? Let's see. 104, 104 minutes, is that right? Of 90 minutes yeah, of yeah, 90 yeah. minutes of fury, 104 minutes yeah, 104. of 90 minutes of fury. <laughs> Sound like a COVID stat. Yeah. All right, listen, love you all back here Saturday night. Stick around for the post game. You gotta put you gotta watch the videos I put together for you in the post game. I put together all this myself. You gotta see it. I mean, Aaron does all the work. Will and Aaron do all the real work, but I throw them all the stuff in, in the order that it's in. But stick around for the post game. You've got to watch these videos. It's not that long, 90 seconds worth of me talking at the church. 
little commercial for my wife's podcast, and then well, maybe I don't know if we're pimping merch or not, whatever. But it just stick around for 90 seconds, and the video start in the last couple minutes. Love you all back here Saturday night. Short show, 55 minutes of fury. Got to keep it short because that's when we go off the Christian Television Network. Baptize them between 80 and 90 people on Sunday morning right here at Foundation Church. If you ever can come join us at Foundation Church, come join us online or in person. Love to have you. If you come for the podcast, I hug everybody's neck after the service. Come and meet me after the service. Love to meet each, each and every one of you. Love you all. See you Saturday night. May God richly bless you in Jesus' mighty name. Good night. From everyone who has been given much, or Romans 8.32, everything all things. Ephesians 1, 3, everything, every spiritual gift is yours. What was this much that was given to you? It can be summarized in two words, Holy Ghost. Nobody's got the Holy Ghost but you. The unsaved do not have the Holy Ghost. You got it. Narrow is the way and few find it. We are supposed to be a remnant that the world is petrified of because of the power of the Holy Ghost. That's the much that was given to you.